Ike, how are you? Hi, 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 I'm fine, thank you. Uh, it is a pleasure to chat with you. I really do appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Squeal is a fascinating film. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. Uh, and it, it, you know what? It's it's fun. It's it is the, it is a wonderfully strange mix <laughs> of of genres. Um, where where did you get the idea for the film? Initially, it was an idea to make a modern Western in Sam Peckinpah style. Mm. Even the title was a Peckinpah. And, uh, and uh, then it's transformed to something very different. And when, when the script was ready, I was trying to find the key, how to tell the story. Because, you know, when it's on a paper, there are like a different 20 ways how you can make 20 different films. But I wanted to find the a right tone of telling the story. And then I remembered uh, one of my favorite films, Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon. And uh, the, I asked that I need to, to tell the story in a way how that it's been written or illustrated, uh, you know, like the illustration for a novel. Mm. And, uh, and uh, afterwards it became much easier for me to tell the, the story and in a visual way, uh, not, not trying to be very smart, but uh, to be in a good mood uh, with very precise compositions. And we, uh, we also in, been inspired by the paintings of European Flemish masters of the 18th, 19th centuries. And was of the reasons uh, why we were looking for very specific landscape which mm. could resemble exactly this uh, Flemish uh, Flemish landscape, and uh, not typical for for our region. And uh, and uh, yeah, and I didn't want to make just another film. I tried to find the fresh air, and I know that Berlin is a very old film, but uh, in the same time, it's a forgotten film, and it, it wasn't so successful. And those. We're uh, always uh, fascinated with films where there haven't been a big uh, success. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair. Well, it, it it's it's a joy. Um, I was wondering, like, it, it's very much a fairy tale. Yeah. Um, very much so. It, it it borders at times on on horror, but then leans into. It's such a fascinating mix. Um. The, uh, I was wondering what inspired the use of voiceover. Uh, the narrator, I, I always had this narrator in my script. Mm. Of course, in the process of change, but what I wanted to do, I, I want to use very, um, I want to use a forgotten tool in literature when the narrator make the spoilers. Mm. And uh, it, uh, for example, Garcia Marcus, 100 Years of Solitude, if you uh, read this book, there are like a spoilers from the author who tells what is going to happen in, uh, after 50 or 100 pages. And I wanted to use this tool because I remember everyone was, uh, wanted to convince me that it's not the right thing to make spoilers in the film, but uh, I told them that uh, it's a good way how to hold 
the audience interest because when you know that something is going to happen bad with the pigs you will sit and wait for that moment how it's going to happen and the audience become like a god mm. uh, you know because it knows more than the characters know and um, and uh, yeah and this narrator of course some people are thinking that I use the narrator to uh, to uh, to told uh, I don't know the exposition or whatever or to push forward the story but actually I had also the version in the cutting room without the narrator and I remember my producer all the time he tried to convince me that not you don't use the narrator it's a bad thing when I sent him without the narrator the version then he became a bit more convinced uh, confident about the, about the narrator because he gives a tone ironic. It helps the audience to how to follow the story. And also he, he sometimes he speaks bullshit, but this bullshit makes the uh, perception of film more lighter, lighter and not so heavy and full of uh, you know information and all the stuff. This film could exist also without the narrator, which is good for uh, good sign for a script, but the bad sign for a film. Mm. I, I actually like that about it. I thought the narrator, I, the narrator really added to the storytelling atmosphere of it. In fact, I think it, it sort of grounded it. Uh, I was wondering, just from your perspective, fairy tales are often very dark. They often are across the board. Uh, the and. I was wondering why it is that that we we associate fairy tales with with such heavy darkness sometimes they're supposed to be bedtime stories and and that's not what you want to hear right before bed if you're a child uh, it, it depends from uh, the cultural background of a fairy tale i think of course the brothers Grimm are horror films. it's a horror story so it's brothers Grimm. they didn't uh, they didn't write uh, uh, uh positive uh, fairy tales but um, you know when it's a dark you try to see something when it's a very uh, very light it's uh, it makes you blind mm. and of course uh, the dark fairy tale I, I, there is always an e evil there is a, the evil or villain and, uh, and the life also is a dark and I think uh, uh, through fairy tales, we prepare our kids uh, that this life is not going to be uh, always sunny and uh, and uh, and easy. Mm. Yeah, I, I love that absolutely. Um, I just in in reading the the press notes for the film, one of the things you say is that we, you wanted people to understand that if we want to be loved, we must first care for each other. I was just wondering what that means to you in the context of the film. It means that uh, when you love someone or you care to someone, it makes you to forget about your freedom. Mm. Uh, for example, do you have kids? Yeah, absolutely, two of them. Two, me too, I also have two kids. Mm. I hate one fact about my, uh, about this, all these things about my kids, that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not free uh, anymore. I don't have freedom. I'm not. I'm not speaking about every day like uh, that. I can go there. There, no. I'm slave of this love. 
because uh, they are more important than me. And uh, this, uh, the fact that I'm not, this fact of that I'm not free anymore, it makes, it drives me crazy. And uh, that is why in this film more is about that the love is a slavery. Mm. Uh, because we have responsibilities. Freedom is when you don't have responsibilities, when you don't love. I, I'm not talking about romantic love, yeah? I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this real love, when we don't want to dominate or to conquer anyone. It's a real love. And in that moment, you can't do anything against this love. Of course you can like, uh, I don't care, fuck off, I will uh, live my life. But it's not a good way how you can do it. It's, it's not a freedom. All the time you will be a slave of, of this uh, decision that you have, you, have, uh, you have not forgotten, but you have, um, you have uh, forbidden. You, you, you forbid this love that you have just made uh, this step against, against this natural, natural love. Mm. Uh, that is why in the end of the film the character, the main character starts to hesitate about the things what he did we understand that uh, there is a he's not free anymore yeah that yeah that I, I don't want to say too much about the ending but it's definitely one of those ones where you're sort of left wondering what the next the next step is going to be um, uh, provided you want to make squeal squeal too or squeal again or whatever you would like to call it actually uh we had a joke with maybe uh, this guy uh Janchuk's, who was a villain of a film who whose eyes were squeezed uh but the, the sequel could be that this blind guy is trying to find sam it would be very funny to make a dark comedy about the blind guy who's looking for uh, for revenge <laughs> it's true uh, I, I have to ask you uh, about the animals. I want to ask you about the animals too, uh, and both literally and figuratively. But first, I'll talk about literally. They they say you should never work with with kids or animals. That's the the, the saying. Um, how was it working with the pigs? Uh, with animals, uh, it's much easier with, with human beings because. Uh, Animals don't have ambitions, they have only memories, they don't think. Uh, human beings, they think what directors tell them, and uh, then we start having the problems. Um, I remember before we were shooting, my, everyone was stressed out about the fact that we are going to work with pigs. I remember very well that I told them, guys, remember my words, we are going to have more problems with human beings than with the pigs. And I was right, uh, but I will never make films with kids. It's uh, it's like <laughs> I don't have a patient. I have two kids. For me, it's enough. I don't want. To <laughs> make I, I I would make film for kids, but not with kids. Right, right, fair. Um, I there is a fascinating conversation happening in this film about the pigs, and um, I was just wondering in your mind. What separates man from animal? Because uh, I for, forgive me, I forget the name of the protagonist. I think it's actually I think he's just the foreigner. I think that's his name. In the Samuel. Samuel. 
Oh, Samo. Yeah, yes, of course. Yes. Um, um, but there's actually a point where he says, you know, we're eating the same things and, uh, you know, but that, that was different then, but now we have to sort of thing. I was wondering what you think the difference lies. Uh, animals don't have ambitious mm. human beings have ambitious, uh, human being thinks about the future, uh, animal thinks about only about now, about, uh, for present mm. and, um, and, uh, and animal never, ever have a conscious realization about himself as a creature. Mm. I don't think the pig thinks that he's pink, but the man thinks about what he's a man. Mm. This is only different, but the rest is the same. Mm. I think that animals also have love. Uh, actually, not romantic love, but, but love what we spoke before. Uh, we have many evidence where we see how mother is uh, trying to sacrifice himself for her kids or to save the kids. It's a, it's a natural love. But the rest, what I mentioned, it makes us different from uh, animals. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's true. Um, you know, I, I the the film's a joy. Uh, I just as as we wrap up, I'm wondering uh, what you hope audiences take from the film. I think that uh, what I want that when the film ends, the audience have a smile on the face and the sadness in the heart. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that is an effective way to describe the ending of the film. Actually, I I am fully on board with that. Um, that's great. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for this chance also. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's a fascinating film. I wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks again.